Welcome to The Bottleneck. The Bottleneck is a podcast dedicated to love of factory and automation games. We're here to bring you the latest news and game reviews in the genre. I'm your host, Dave, joined by my fellow co-host, longtime friend, and virtual drinking buddy, Chris. We have decades of gaming experience across a variety of gaming genres and have, in the past couple years, shared a deep appreciation for factory and automation games. Today, we want to start off by talking about our first bottleneck. What's in the glass? What are you drinking, Chris? Well, I went and grabbed a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. It's that time of year. It's a nice, malty, good, uh, one of the darker offerings that you get this time of year for an Oktoberfest, but it's delicious. Never disappoints. How about you? I went even darker. I'm drinking an Edmund Fitzgerald Porter from Great Lakes nice, Brewing. Nice. I know I feature that on here but, uh, previously, but it is uh, one of my all-time favorites. Never gets old. And I am having a real beer tonight, not a non-alcoholic beer, and I wanted to make sure it was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a big fan of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Get it when I can. Yeah, that Sam Adams Oktoberfest is solid. Um, yeah, one of my favorite mass market Oktoberfests for sure. Mm-hmm. So this week in current events and news, uh, Tectonica released uh, version one or 0.1.1, which is a quality of life patch. It's done a fair bit of recipe balancing, and the machines now pro- provide a per-minute stat, which is a long-awaited uh, quality of life improvement that I know a lot of people are looking forward to. Yeah, I hopped in for a few minutes today after the patch dropped and played it. Um, I, I, I can't say I love entirely the way they implemented the stats. It's like when you're by a machine and you have like all your... When you have everything hidden, when you, you're not having anything selected on your toolbar for you to hide things, and you look at the machine and it tells you the rates of all the different uh, inputs and outputs of the machine. So it's not in the UI of the machine itself. It's just when you're looking at it. So there, there are pros and cons to that, I think. An interesting implementation. It's mostly going to take some getting used to because I don't think any other game does it that way. So just, just not used to it. And then Captain of Industry uh, released a performance patch. So this one was meant to simply improve the performance of the game and how it runs. They tweaked a lot about the rendering and reduced detail at distance. A lot of technical stuff, not much gameplay stuff. And then Junk Punk announced they're going to push back their next update a little bit because they want to do a lot more with it. They're not happy with the state of it right now. Um, they were planning to release in a few weeks, I think, but they haven't given a new definite release date yet. A developer had uh, posted a video about uh, the development process, where he's at. I did not watch the whole 20-minute video because I didn't have time, but talked a little bit about how he was flattening out all the surfaces so you have more room to build without foundations, things like that. It looked like they were definitely improving the playability of the game a little. As we've always said, better to wait and have it polished up than rush something out. So. Exactly. And then the big news I wanted to talk about this week was Factorio. Factorio releasing that 
that factorial Friday factor, Friday factorial fact, and it was uh, one that we've been waiting for. I don't think they've posted an update like that in almost a year, but they talked a about a long time. Yeah. And they talked about the new space age expansion that's coming. Yeah, the best way to describe it is one, they're reworking, obviously, some of the some of the products in the game are on the, the science, but there's going to be a set of, I believe it was a defined set of planets, and each one's gonna have something you need to craft the next science pack to get to the the end game one. So Interesting take. I guess they had to rework the entire engine to make it work, which is always fun. But when you're going for something that big and adding that much functionality or just, you know, a fundamental change of the functionality, I could totally understand a rewrite. And if you hear that and think, hey, what about the space exploration mod? Isn't that the same thing? Why are they ripping that off? They actually hired the dev from the space exploration mod to work for them and help produce this expansion. So they did not rip him off. They poached him. Um, And there are definitely some differences. Uh, He talks about that a little in the Friday Facts. It's an interesting read. But the thing that struck me most about it is that it really is, you know, it's an expansion in that it expands the end game. So it's really only like once you've launched your rocket, there's more content, basically. That, that's an interesting approach. Um, you know, there there are changes, like you said, in the earlier parts, but it really is aimed at people who launch rockets and, and want to keep playing. And I think they said that the base game, if you if, if and let's be honest, if you know what you're doing, you can usually get through the base game to the rocket launch in like eight to twelve hours. I think speedrunners have it down to an hour and a half. I don't know how they do that. But they said, yeah, they said the to expect completing the Space Age expansion to be, uh, was about 150 to 200 hours, if you know what you're doing, something like that. So I think it said um, casual players will be like 150 plus. Yeah. Or no, sorry. they were talking about space exploration being 150 plus, but space age is going to be more like 60 to 100. Ah, okay, yeah, that's much more manageable. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will finish it in like eight hours within a month or two of release, but someone like me will probably take more like 80 hours. I can buy <laughs> those 80 hours. Like if you even get to the end. And then they said there's roughly, what, about one more, uh, one more year or so to go until we see the, that released at this point. Yeah, we will definitely release an episode talking exclusively about our reactions to all the information about this once we've got a little bit more information. Excited to keep hearing about it. Sounds like every Friday they're going to be releasing a hefty chunk of information about what's going into space. Let them get a few more of those out, and then we'll start talking about it for real. Then other automation factor game news. Foundry, 
announced that they will have a demo as part of Next Fest coming up soon. We'll talk more about that later, as we're going to talk a lot about upcoming games we are interested in, like Foundry. And then speaking of Steam, hopefully you got in on the Strategy Fest. Um, at the time of the recording, there's still about four more days left in it, but there are some discounts out there to be had if you need to round out that library. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of factory games count as strategy games for this, of course. They're a little all over the map in strategy simulation, but hard to pin them down based on the traditional labels, but a lot of times they're called strategy. Infraspace showed off some screenshots of their map overhaul that they're doing for 1.0, and they showed some of the achievements that they're going to be putting out. So they're looking for their 1.0 release in mid-September. And then Coffee Stains are back from their summer vacation and started publishing updates to update eight that they put out right before going on vacation. So saw there's a series of them that just landed on Steam in the last couple of days. So be sure to check those out. Still no definite word on when that's coming to the main branch, though. So this week, instead of talking about just one game, we are going to talk about a bunch of different upcoming games that we are excited to get to play someday. This does not include any early access games. Some of these games do have demos, but basically none of them are really commercially available at the moment. So the first game we're going to talk about is called The Crust. There will be links to information about all these games in the show notes. And if you want more information on them, please come to our Discord. Uh, the Crust is the first one. It's kind of two and a half dimension. You have sort of flat planes that you can build on, but uh, gorgeous looking 3D graphics on them. Uh, and the dev, so we, we try to get some information from all the devs on all these, some, some notes. Uh, this. The core features of the crust are that it's a colony simulator. You have built a colony both above and below the lunar surface. You need to take care of the needs of your colonists and deal with environmental threats. You are building automated supply chains, of course, both on and under the surface again. So you sort of have two planes that you're building on, like elevators going between them. You're trying to build an efficient factory as always. Um, and it's got a narrative, uh, a pretty extensive sounding narrative. The story is going to be a key part of this game, and I'm very excited to see what it looks like. They took a lot from Factorio, DSP, Satisfactory, all the usual suspects, as well as RimWorld, Surviving Mars, Planet Base, and Ixion. Um, they yeah, there are some old videos from GliderCat from an earlier playtest of this. There was a Steam Next Fest demo at one point. Uh, there may or may not be another in the future. And there is a closed beta test coming up. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to get in on that through their Discord at this point when we release this, but something exciting to look forward to. And I remember playing this one during a Next Fest 
this a little bit ago. It definitely surviving Mars came to to the front of mind. You know that colony sim that they did. But then I saw here that he's the developers talking about having a lot of RimWorld. But if he expands on that, I may have a a game I'm going to enjoy very much. But yeah, what I remember of it, you know, prior to the closed beta that we're getting in on, right? But from what I remember, the you know, mining underground, you got to dig out the regolith and send it through, uh, I think it was foundries. And it's pretty neat how everything worked. So really looking forward to see this one come alive and getting a chance to, to play it again. Yeah, can't wait to get my hands on this one either. Uh, it is kind of a common thread of a lot of these that there are some colony builder mechanics worked in. Um, you know, we see that in a few other places uh, in games that are already released, uh, very slightly like Captain of Industry mm -hmm. or Factory Town, where you're trying to keep colonists happy to, to get extra perks or infra space. But um, it sounds like some of these are going to get even deeper into that. It's uh, really interesting. Yeah, I'm curious uh, are they going to be as brutal with the colony simulation as RimWorld is? <laughs> Yeah, like, is it going to get that in depth? So, the environmental dangers sound interesting. I, I kind of like that a little more than the sort of fighters and other like random enemies that you might run into in some other game. Having to worry about like radiation or asteroids, things like that sounds pretty interesting. And then another game that people have been able to play a little bit in the past, but currently cannot, is Foundry. There was a version released on itch.io a long time ago. At some point in the past couple of years, they pulled that from sale to make some very sweeping changes. They picked up a mystery publisher who they haven't uh, revealed yet. Glidercat has a lot of videos of this up uh, from before it got removed from itch.io. Those who got to play it really enjoyed it back then. They're going to release a demo on Steam in the upcoming Next Fest. So I'm looking forward to seeing how far this has come. Uh, just, you know, it, it already seemed like a, a relatively polished game. You know, not it was still fairly early, but for how early it was, it seemed, based on the videos, to be pretty interesting looking and fun. So I'm very excited to see what direction they've taken it in. What's going to happen with this moving forward? There's still no release date in sight, but they seem to be working their way towards it, especially now that they're able to release them. Yeah, when I look at this one, it makes me, it reminds me a lot of the Fortress Craft Evolved in the terms of the graphics, but updated. Um, you know, um, one of the things I'm hoping for is the controls will be better off more like uh tectonica what they do with the controls versus the difficulty i had with fortress craft yeah so and maybe a ui that. that makes sense too right <laughs> that's always a big challenge um but yeah the, this one looks cool um not as you know it's kind of combining the voxely look similar to what fortress craft did so all that minecraft everything's boxy but 3d world definitely more polished so Really curious to see how the, the actual game mechanics and you know, the recipe pro progressions and 
how that all works comes together. Yep. Very little information about this one right now, but very exciting. Uh, one that there's even less information out there about is Industrix. Also looks promising. I got uh, some notes from the developer about this. It says, at first, you collect items to get better buildings, so you can create better materials, the classic loop. You're trying to unlock new islands that have new resources to get even better machines, trying to satisfy the needs of a company, a la Satisfactory. The company will send ships with a list of materials they want. You need to get those materials together in a time window to earn a reward and climb a reputation. That unlocks new facilities, machines, crafting recipes, etc. There'll be multiple end goals, including getting the highest rank in the company, getting the best and most refined materials possible, and unlocking all the islands. You can still try to improve your factory beyond that, but there is a, a further end game. This game was heavily inspired by the 2D factory game Drill Down. They played it a lot, and it inspired them to create Industrix. Um, you know, there are a few screenshots out there, the Discord or I believe there's a Steam page that you can wishlist it. It looks a little bit like Factory Town, both visually and in concept, but it sounds like it will be deeper, um, maybe even have a little bit of uh, Cuba Factorium blood in it uh, with uh, making deliveries in different islands. But it sounds like it has a long way to go in development still, so we're probably a little ways out from getting to play. Yeah, it seems like uh, if you could go into the world of Cuba Factorio or factory town and go 3d in them, right? That's kind of the vibe that it gives with the graphics. Um, another yeah. voxel one though, um, even more low poly than uh, the, the previous game boundary that we were talking about. So very much, uh, you know, not as low poly as a uh, Minecraft, but it's getting there. But overall, uh, looks like it's pro procedurally generated, which will make me happy. You know how much I gripe about games that aren't procedurally generated. But, and then I guess there was a market mechanic where you have to dominate the market. That's something they talk about on their Steam page. So, pretty neat to see what they end up doing with that game mechanic. Yeah. Uh, next game we're going to talk about is Dawn Apart. Their developer said that it's both an automation and colony simulator. Oh, there's that thread again. It takes place in a fully destructible voxel world. You're sent to a distant planet named Aurora by a megacorp to mine precious ores and metals, colonize the planet. Beyond optimizing your production lines, you have to build a prospering outpost that will attract more fortune hunters to work. Doing manual tasks, maintaining machinery, running the colony, starting a new life. You're not alone on the planet. Humanoid aliens, the natives, do not like that you're digging up their home. In the mid and end game, you'll have to make some choices on how to deal with them. It can lead to a variety of outcomes, ranging from cooperation with them, which will anger the megacorp, or outright war with them. On top of that, there's a voxel engine with very cool and realistic destruction physics. Everything in the world is fully destructible and terraformable. Materials reacting differently to impact, whether from combat, decay, or weather events. 
glass, metal, stone will all react differently. Uh, this was inspired by pretty much everything in the genre, but the uh, heaviest influences are Factorio mixed with Rimworld, and a dash of Teardown on top. So one seems like it has a lot of Colony Builder genes, even more than some of the others. Um, a lot of conflict going on in this. Better to show off the really interesting sounding uh, physics engine where everything is destroyable and is destroyed in different ways. Sounds really neat. Uh, very curious about this one. And it looks like it's pretty high graphics too. I mean, some of the images I see are, you know, the graphics look nice to it. It's almost as if you took Factorio and made it 3D instead of that overhead 2D. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. voxels, but it's some of the prettiest voxels I've ever seen. Right. So it's pretty neat looking and... You know, I'd, overall, I, th I think it's a neat concept where it's not just biters coming after you. Like, you can actually bargain with them. You can sounds like you can even team with them to, you know, get back at your megacorp bosses, overlords that you have. And, you know, anytime that a world is terraformable or de destructible, it's got me on it. It's got me on their, uh, on the wish list, so... Yeah, and this is another one that does not yet have a release date, but uh, they did a preview stream a few weeks ago where they showed off some of the gameplay um, on their Discord, and it sounds like they're going to be doing those every now and then coming up. So they've they've got something they can show off. They're they're making good progress on it. Uh, the next game is Autoforge, which does have a demo. From their press kit, I say that it's a 2D automation sandbox where you'll build up an expansive automated factory reaching up the sky, deep into the ground, unlock and explore regions of a vast world filled with wonder and danger, upgrading yourself with ancient technologies, defending it from the unfriendly denizens of the world, Play as Otto, a magical golem awakening to find he was abandoned by the wizards long ago. Seek out your ancient masters and find out what happened to them and your world. Uh, this one is very, very interesting to me. So it's a 2D scroller, a la like Terraria or Starbound. It is currently on Kickstarter for another couple weeks. Uh, may or may not still be on Kickstarter by the time this episode comes out. I backed it because it looks awesome to me. It's got a lot of elements of magic as well as technology. It looks like a lot of the buildings are powered by mana rather than like electricity. Uh, the world is a mixture of handcrafted and procedural. So it's like procedural world with handcrafted sections of it for individual scenes, more or less. And there's a heavy emphasis on exploration. On you know, setting up your factory in one place and then going throughout the world and exploring while it runs and builds up so that you can get the next tier or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I backed this on Kickstarter in a heartbeat. I had been sort of feeling the itch to play something like Starbound or Terraria lately, and I tried firing both of them up, but neither one really satisfied me. And then I found this and found the demo, and uh, it really scratched that itch and felt really good to play. So 
I'm excited for this one going forward. Yeah, looking at the media for this, the first thing I thought for it was Terraria, you know. Let's because yep. Terraria had some some elements of crafting to it and you know, base building and being able to take that and build a factory on top of it, you know, and add its own little unique concepts to it. This one does look really interesting. I think I'm gonna have to join you on backing this as a Kickstarter as well. I mean, you know, anytime somebody brings a, a fresh new new take on the genre, something that we all gotta get be, be behind in my opinion. Yeah, there are very few side scroller factory games. It's it's a tough thing to manage, but I like the way, you know, I've I've played the demo only for an hour or so gotten too deep into it, but I, I really like the way that it sets things up. And that one may be uh, better for mobile users, too, because I remember playing Terraria um, actually on a cell phone back in the day. Yeah, you know? it seems like it would be <laughs> ideal for the Steam Deck. Right. Sure. Then uh, the next game, Rust Forge, it is a strategy game that combines elements from tycoon and simulation games with factory automation and power defense mechanics. You defend your virtualized human colony, try to dominate the planet with your factories. Been inspired by simulation and RTS games, Factorio and SimCity style games as well. The blend between those genres, you don't. You don't have a central character in the game, more like an RTS in that sense. You have to upkeep and grow your human colony. It's more like a city management type game. On top of that, you need to defend from an enemy force that is not happy with your existence. Uh, this one is still, uh, does not have a lot of information available. Seems quite early. Uh, there are a few screenshots available on their Discord that look very promising. Definitely uh, one to keep an eye on, but Probably a, a much longer term one. Right. Yeah. So looking at this one, it's very early stages, obviously, and there's a you know it's a single developer, but I'm still my mind is blown that you know a single person can do something like this. Seems like an awful lot of work, and kudos to them. Yeah, definitely. And the last game we're going to highlight today is Craftimation 101. Uh, didn't get too much information about this one. It's a bit more of an Autonaut-style game. You got robots that you tell to do things for logistics. Uh, uses a visual programming language. It looks a little more... a little bit broader than what you see in Autonauts. Maybe not quite as limited. Uh, the robots kind of smash materials together to make things or move things around, etc. It's uh, simpler than a lot of the other games in some ways, but looks like a very intriguing puzzle more than anything. There is a demo of this one out. Played it uh, a little while back at one of the next fests. The sort of end goal of the game is to terraform this icy planet into something habitable. And yeah, it looks pretty interesting at making that happen, but definitely a lighter one, I'd say. Maybe not as 
not as deep as some of the other factory games. But, uh, pick up and play in small doses, perhaps. Yeah, I like the the layout of this. Um, feels a lot like uh, like Learning Factory. Uh, Learning yes. Factory's uh, how the graphic style is and all that, but add in some auto some Autonaut style automation with the visual visual programming language. I mean, it is the same developer as Learning Factory. Oh, is it? Well, oh yeah, Ludin.io. There you go. That makes sense. And they are planning to release this this year still. So see how that goes. Yeah, this is one that if you have kids and they probably would love this and it's a great challenge. And you know, if there's something they love to do, they could it could lead to a career down the road. Because this is how a lot of us got started um, with yeah, games but- like this that taught you the basics of logic and whatnot. So yeah, it looks a little advanced for my six-year-old, but probably a late preteen, early teen would eat this up. So we gave our thoughts on some of the new and upcoming games that that are in the genre. If there's any others that you're aware of that are coming down that you're excited for, or you're also excited for these games, you should head over to our Discord. Uh, We've been having some pretty in-depth conversation about these upcoming games. A lot of people are getting excited for them. So looking forward to expanding our Discord membership and getting everybody in there just to, just to chat. There's, you know, there's no, doesn't cost a dime or anything. And, you know, just a lot of really good people in there. So that is a lot of uh, new games coming down the conveyor belt into the factory. Uh, But we've got some bottlenecks in terms of when they're coming out. A lot of them won't be out for a while. But in terms of our immediate bottlenecks, what do you have in your glass now, Chris? Well, I'm still thirsty, so I went to the old beer fridge and got me a super offensive Tanuki from 8-Bit Oilworks, my favorite brewery. This is a triple IPA with lime leaves and coconut in it. I'm still, you know, I'm still on the fence between the old recipe and the new. The old one was a was a Thai chili like dark IPA that they did with lime leaves, and I kind of liked that. But you know, yeah, I'm never never really a fan of spicy beers. I don't know why. I like spicy food, but I just don't want my beer to be spicy. And then, what are you drinking? Uh, well, to be honest, I'm drinking another Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, I didn't feel like deviating, but I will talk about another beer I had recently. It's another non-alcoholic beer that I've been trying. It's from Partake Brewing, which has a lot of non-alcoholic beers. One of the first places I've seen that has a darker beer, but I have not been able to get a hold of it yet. Uh, this is their Pale. And it's pretty good. It's not as good as the Athletic Brewing Pails or IPAs. But it, it's all right. It's drinkable. Yeah. So what, what have you been playing while you're drinking that beer? Well, I've been still keeping up with Tectonica. Um, and then when the news dropped for the Factorio expansion, I had to launch the game and you know, get myself excited for it, even though it's a year away 
yet, but you know, so play a little bit of Factorio, started a new map, and then the new season of Path of Exile, the Trial of the Ancestors, dropped last week. So I've been playing that as well. Pretty much uh, consuming most of my time right now, just trying to get into the league, but so far, so good. A lot of fun. What about you? I've been dealing with a new baby. He is now a month old, but I have been doing a lot of sitting around trying to get the baby to sleep while playing games, which involves mostly controller games, either controller or mouse only. So on my computer, I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky, so I've petered out a little bit on that recently. My usual cycle of getting in, playing it a bunch, really having fun, and then getting kind of annoyed at how repetitive the planets are and falling away from it. Um, uh, I also have been sitting in front of my Switch playing some Factorio, like you. I was a bit jazzed up by the Factorio announcement, so dived back in there and started a new factory. Um, also checked out Tectonica a bit after the patch dropped. Like I said, I started a new world, new a new save, and probably going to play through that pretty far, maybe even farther than I got the first time. I've just been enjoying it. I want to get through that a little more. And then a few people on the Discord were talking about a new early access game called Sunken Land, the survival game. A bunch of uh, like diving underwater to get resources and building bases. Uh, pretty neat. I it's another one that was I really enjoyed for a little bit. Then it got a little repetitive, and I sort of fell away from it. But I'll probably check it out more after a few more updates. It's still pretty early. It just came out in early access. Thanks for joining us tonight. If you have any suggestions for us, please let us know. Feel free to join us on our Discord server where we like to talk about factory and automation games, uh, discuss game mechanics, and as you saw today, discuss upcoming releases. A lot of those games were brought to us by members on the server. And then head over to our website, bottlenetgaming.com, on its newly hosted platform, and check out the games database. Uh, the website should run a little bit better now. And, you know, if you guys run into any issues or anything, let me know on the Discord. We'll see you next time. As always, the factory must grow.